www.mama.com You might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 85. It's May 11th, 2008, Pentecost Sunday and Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Dave. Happy Mother's Day to you, Reiner, <laughs> and to all the mothers in your life. Yes, and yours too. Yes, I have a bunch of mothers in my life. Really? Because like you, I'm surrounded by women. Really? Yeah, well, I've always been surrounded by women. Me too. Yeah, a bunch of sisters, a bunch of aunts. There are a few men. There are a few men around, but yeah, you know, speaking of that, Dave, I know yeah. this isn't our topic, but yeah. remember that um, "No More Mr. Nice Guys" thing you talked oh, yeah. about? Right. I ordered the guy's book. Oh, you did, and I have it. And that's what he says. He says, you know, men these days are raised by all these women, and so they're, you know, that's, that's part of their problem. We're like chicks. It's, yeah, you, you don't have that many male influences in your upbringing. Cause where are they all these? Where, where? Well, I mean. It's not like there aren't guys. I mean, it's a, basically a fifty-fifty are there about. Yeah, but but the Nick. point is, where the hell are they? Well, that's not it. The point is, when you were being raised. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that, true. That your father was gone a lot, and your mother raised you pretty right. much, and then she sent you to elementary school, which was mostly women teachers. Girls. Yeah. And then you know, the, most of your early influences were women. Yeah. So that says we need to get together and play foosball and. Well, we're all for that. We're trying to do our part. <laughs> we need to do that. But anyway, Penny, we need we need to you know <laughs> we need to go to to Vegas, hang out with a bunch of men to learn how to pick up women. See, that's right. That's the uh, I haven't got to that part in the book yet, Dave. <laughs> well, that's the irony, isn't it? Well, but yeah. why are we getting together with men just so we can learn how to deal with women and get more of them? Exactly. Uh, so it's just laced with irony. Yeah, Mike told me Happy Mother's Day earlier. So. Oh, did he? <laughs> well, you're kind of like mother and father there in some ways, aren't you? Often, yes, often true. So, but we he, won't get. He's going to have the he's going to have the opposite problem. Then he's going to have been raised by me, and <laughs> I don't know. But well, uh, that just keeps all us therapists in business. It does that's, indeed. So that's a good thing. So, anyways, um, about these readings. Well, let me get these readings out while I you know say something brilliant while I'm. <laughs> Back into the, into okay, the, Dave. I'll say something brilliant. Just really kind of, yeah. Oh, I could say that. I'll just make that comment that I just made to you about the strong driving wind. Because yeah, we're having a wind advisory here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I said, yeah, the wind is just blowing my house. He said, just like the Holy Spirit. And I goes, no, that's not what it says. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind. Not an actual strong driving wind. That's the thing. I don't really read. I don't. I don't really. I see. I read what I want to read in it. There you that's go. The, that's my problem always. So so uh, yeah. So it's not actually. It's not like they were getting blown around. In other words, is what you're saying. Well, that's not what it says. <laughs> well, I know. I <laughs> they might have been, but they were filled with the Holy Spirit. So you know, that's always a scary thing. Oh yeah, I know. You're very scared of that, aren't you? <laughs> Well, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm very scared, Dave. I think I'm appropriately scared. <laughs> but now, using using this metaphor and just like wringing every last bit of of meaning we could possibly, you know, glean from it, isn't isn't you know being filled with the Holy Spirit? Isn't that like being pushed around with a big wind in a way? Aren't you kind of like like you are in a big blustery day? The Holy Spirit comes out and it's like. All right, go here. You know, just kind of... Exactly. Yeah. So, you're trying to go this way, and it's 
and it blows. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so the Pentecost, a lot, of, a lot of interesting things in this first reading for me. Um, Pentecost was fulfilled. When the time for the Pentecost was fulfilled. That's interesting. The time for the Pentecost. What's Pentecost mean? You looked this up? Fifty days. We should just rename our show um, you know, Mind of Man, Mind of Wikipedia. Because that's uh, <laughs> mostly, mostly what we're doing here. Uh, it means 50 days, huh? So Greek, yeah. It's, so 50, want, it's like 50 days since Easter. Usually everything is like 40, so I wonder why they went 50 this time. I don't know. 40, it was 40 days till, uh Ascension. And then 10 days later, that's when Jesus, you know, zoomed up to heaven. We talked about that last week. And then he said, oh, and I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. So 10 days after that, the Holy Spirit came. Ah, I see, I see. But, so he wasn't gone too long before he sent stuff. No, nah, they didn't have to shake in their boots doing nothing too long, I guess. Well, that's a good thing, because, you know, people lose interest, too, if it's too long. I guess so. They might have, like, gone off and started, you know, formed a rock group or... They did that early on, right? They formed a rock group? Well, they went back to fishing and stuff. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. They said, ah, that didn't work out so well. Jesus got killed. Do you think there's, like, a a singing group called the Apostles? Probably. I wonder if they're any good. I'm going to look them up, see if we can get a link to them. (laughs) Um, So, anyway, so suddenly there came from the sky a noise, like a strong rivalry, and it filled the entire house in which they were. So they're, like... In there, and there's like this big rushing noise, tongues of fire. Now, what's this? What do you think about this tongues thing? I'm you know, I, sure. my, frankly, I've seen tongues of fire. My tongue doesn't look like that because the tongue of fire is is real, like narrow right at the tip, and my tongue's not like that. My tongue's kind of like you know, it's about the same width the whole thing. <laughs> so, so I'm not. I think they might be taking a little poetic license when they say this tongues of fire. It could be. It could be that it was just, you know, how you say when a fire is like lapping up tongues of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The, like the motion of it. Yeah, like it's. That's little, true. It's like make, you, they also say licks of fire too. Lick. You know, that's it's what, like it's licking or something. That's what I'm thinking. You know. Mm, mm. Well, I had never thought that. You know, I I was kind of that kind of bothered me all this time. Is, I'd look at those pictures over their heads. You know, I have those little things with the fire over their heads. I know. It doesn't look like my tongue. But you nobody, know, the nobody pop- wants to look at your tongue anyway. So uh, I like that. Well, <laughs> I think I have a rather nice tongue. <laughs> okay. Um, but it, you know what the problem was? Is we didn't have video back then. That's if true. we had had video of this whole thing, we would have seen the fire. Everybody button. could have taken out their, uh, you know, cell phones and taken a picture of it. I know. And, and then put it on Facebook. <laughs> I know. That would have been much easier. It would. Um, but the but the whole tongue thing is, is this metaphor of going and speaking to the crowds. And then we got into this, uh, you know, what's our word for the day, Ryan? I, I don't know. You, you it say begins it. With, it begins with a G. Gl, claw, claw. I don't remember. Glossolalia. Yeah. Or, but we decided, or xenoglossy. Yeah, and I decided they were both wrong. Neither of these apply. Well, they they might also apply, but that's not what it says again. <laughs> because what that 
glossolalias when speaking in tongues where they just make that heebie-jeebie unintelligible noise. Oh, yeah, right. That's not what was happening. And then it, the other xenoglossy. Xenoglossy. Yeah, that's where you suddenly speak languages you don't know or something, right? Uh-huh. But that's not what it says here. It says that each of the person, people heard it in their own language. That seems mm-hmm. different than either of those other things. It didn't say that, you know, I spoke everybody's language. It says they spoke their languages and everybody could hear it. What did you say one of those things said? That was the gift of, somebody said that was the gift of something where they could interpret the tongues or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a gift. But I don't believe that either. This is just a different gift than those other standard ones. This is almost like their transubstantiation of their verbal utterances. Something like that, or they all had, you know, a babel fish or something. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's a, that's a kind of a weird thing. They're speaking their own language. They're hearing it as own. Well, that's kind of interesting symbolism there too. You know that you know it's 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 one language even though it's being spoken in many different. It's like they had these um, computer chips implanted in their heads. Oh yeah. That took the words and translated them. And shoved it into their ear, you know, through the filter of translation. I saw that they had that in the science fiction show. Did they? It was very cool. But you know, it wasn't a, a chip. You know what it was? It was kind of creepy. It was like actually a little organism that they put in through their ears, and then it would kind of burrow in through their ears and go up into their brain, and then they would be able to interpret. Like that sounds gross, Dave. Well, <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of cool too. I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't, you, wouldn't that have been kind of good, to, like traveling in Europe, if you had one of those things in your head? I don't want little animals crawling around in my brain, thank you very much. You don't? Not particularly. Man, you, you really, you just, you, what a Luddite you are. You just don't want to get with it. I'm not a Luddite. I, I'm willing to go with the embedded chip, but <laughs> I don't want some live thing eating my brain. I would rather I have... I didn't say it was eating your brain, did I? Oh, what do you think he's going to do in there? How's he going to live? Well, I don't know. Maybe he maybe he lives on words or sounds. Yeah, boy, you're making some crap up now, let me tell you. Well, we're getting off topic once again. Um, so so I, let's see. So we get to Pentecost. These guys, I like all these places they're from. Parthians, Medes, Elamites, Judea, Kappa, Kappa, Cappadocia. Hey, that sounds familiar. Cappadocia. Sounds like a cup of... Uh, Cappuccino? Something like that, yeah. Uh-huh. Haven't you heard of Cappadocia? I want to find out where that is. I want to go there. Um, Libya? Hmm. Well, they were, you know, they were kind of from all around there, and they could still hurt. So what's the symbolism of that, Rainer? What, what What are we to draw from this reading? I don't know, Dave. <laughs> symbolism? What are you, crazy? No, I mean, uh, why, why do we need to know this? I mean, this is somebody wrote this down, so it's important. Why do we need this to know the birth of the church? Birth the of the church, church is supposed to talk to everybody, ah, so okay. that they can understand it. How about that? See, that wasn't so hard, was it? I just made that up pretty okay. good. No, but this, I, I, I was convinced. I mean, this is what the readings are about here. Now we have this: the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. So you got this whole idea that you can go out there and just talk about everything now you have this power and then when you get to the second reason now reading that was kind of you know i'm talking like george bush now reading second reading uh no 
No one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So we got that Holy Spirit thing coming down again. But there are different kinds of spiritual gifts. What's my spiritual gift, Ryan? Um, the gift of whimsy. I think I got the gift of whimsy. <laughs> um, Maybe. No, I didn't notice that this is actually First Corinthians 12, which is the gift of, that's the whole uh, body of Christ. Hmm. Thing, but so that's why. It, oh, well, all, all part of the body kind of thing. Yeah, there it is, right there, parsed through one body. But yeah, I noticed that too. That it said nobody can see it except through the Holy Spirit. And he says there's different kinds of spiritual gifts, but they're all the same Spirit. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think there was a lot of times they had, uh, you know, division. They were saying, oh, I got this gift, so I'm better than you, or oh, yeah. I belong to the PBGB, you know, the <laughs> the Glossolalia, yeah. right. Right. You know, what do you call it? Yeah. Part of the church. You know, and they said, no, that's all the same stuff. You get, you know, we give different stuff to different people, but it's all the same. It's not the, you know, the EBGB Holy Spirit and the other one. There's one Holy Spirit. He's got different gifts. Mm-hmm. He gives them to different people, and you all need to work together and right. use them. So. You know, it sounds like, you know, I've noticed this in other readings. Like the early readings here, they're doing a lot of, like, refereeing between, like, you know, you're, you know, you don't have to get circumcised, or you got the same gifts, or, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a Greek, or, you know, there's a lot of that stuff in here about, like, don't you think? Yes. These I early church true. things. It, there's a lot of resolving of conflicts, yeah. and administrative crises, and right. people saying, mine's better than yours, and all that. Yeah. Like sports teams or something. <laughs> like, who, who are you going to root for? That's right. We're like, you know, we all belong to the same league. and The Phrygians or the Cappadocians. Who's better? Yeah. Okay. You know who my money's on? Who? The Corinthians. <laughs> they apparently were kind of wild. They had really good readings, though. I like that. I, th- cr- I think that's why, because they were kind of crazy, wild, and crazy guys. Were they? I think, I think so. They were like... Uh, fraternity, sorority people, you know. Really? Frat boys, they always getting drunk and, I don't know. And that's why Paul had to write them better letters that they could understand. I see. I see. <laughs> that's right. They, they kept wanting to do this. They'd get drunk and they'd want to have, you know, play this team against, play you know, naked football or something. And he said, no, 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 no. <laughs> Stop it. Were they like the Alpha Delts at Loyola? I think so. Yeah. Or the Teaks or somebody like that. I still remember the Alpha Delts and the Teaks, but I think especially the Alpha Delts are kind of more like the Animal House people. I think that's who the Corinthians were. Okay. Cool. Um, Okay, now we get to the Gospel. And then, now, this seems a little non sequitur here, because now why is Jesus showing up here? I thought he already left. You will see, there's nothing in the Gospels about the coming of the Holy Spirit, they sort of end at the, some of them end, like at the resurrection or something. Oh, I see. So like the, that coming Holy Spirit was from Acts, right, which is Luke's appendage to his gospel, but not everybody has one of those. I mean, ah. you know, the church had started and they didn't you know, chronicle that specifically. I see, I see. So, so, so they just give a reading about the Holy Spirit since it's Holy Spirit Sunday. And he all oh, received the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Who sins you forgive or forgiven them? And yeah, this was more the resurrection. This is when they were locked in a room the first time. <laughs> oh. Before he came back and had them all running around, before he 
disappeared again and they hid again. So yeah, in John's Gospel they don't have the account of the, you know, Pentecost in there. So they, but they, but it was a lot like this one, sort of. So. <laughs> I see. I see. So I think these are pretty good readings today. Do you think so? I do. I think I, they're Holy Spirit inspired. Well, yeah. I mean, they're kind of like you know, <laughs> get out there, go do it. You got stuff in you. Just trust it. You know. Open your mouth. Don't say, you know, don't. This is not like, this is not a religion of just like, you know, contemplate your navel and navel and just kind of, you know, hang hang loose. It's like, oh, go go do something. Christianity is more of a get out there and do it kind of religion. Yeah, and it it also talks about. I, I actually went to this lecture Tuesday at the diocese about the Christian community, and and uh, and it sort of says that. I mean, they were stuck in the room, and he says, "Get out there and talk to all these other people, and right. and do it." It was. It's not all about. Oh, it's just our small group. No, it's about you know everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they were pushing that right from the beginning, apparently. <laughs> so. So now, what does all this have to do with Mother's Day? So we should talk about Mother's Day a little. I was wondering what it had to do with Foosball Day, but oh well, it has to do with the Holy Spirit and Foosball. I mean, I think that's the only way we even came close in some of our games is we were Holy Spirit inspired. You said that before. Yeah. So what does it have Repeating to do with yourself now? Huh? What does it have to do with your mother's playing foosball? That's the important thing. If I hadn't had a mother, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be able to play foosball. Well, what if your mom was playing foosball? I'd feel funny about it because I wouldn't want to beat her too badly. I'd still beat her. I mean, I wouldn't hold back entirely. You know, because, I mean, you know, that's not going to teach her any, you know, good skills or anything. So, But uh, I'd I'd probably hold back a little. You'd probably relax a little bit while you're playing. You know, and also I might think, well, she's not going to be too hard on me, so I don't have to try so hard. She'd probably let you win so you feel better. She'd let me win because she'd want me to win. Exactly. She'd want me to be a winner. Thank you, Mom. Exactly. Bless you, Mom. Bless you for teaching me foosball. So Mom, think, never, no, Mom never taught me. You think the Holy Spirit is like your mom? Like you think the Holy, you, Holy Spirit wants you to succeed like that? What do you think? Ah, I think you're, the Holy Spirit wants you to express your what you are here to do, your own spiritual gift, whatever that is. Could be many things too. I like your mom though, because yeah, your mom, you're, sort of, that's true. Your, your mom sort of gave you some gifts, also, right? Just like the Holy Spirit. Of course, my mom wanted me to be a doctor too, but I, you know, I didn't really want to be a doctor. Yeah, my mom wanted me to. What your mom want you to do? Yeah, doctor, lawyer, something, you know, where you can make tons of money. Yeah. I'm I'm just not motivated by that. But. You're not, yeah, I don't think you're a lawyer material. I think you'd get kind of mad. What do you mean, Dave? <laughs> you'd be mad at them for all your clients for doing their stupid stuff that they're doing. Well, you are guilty, you dumbass. I mean, I could see you, like, saying something to And I'd get mad at the court, too, and probably mad at the contempt. I know. Because they do stupid things, and I tell them, yeah. Probably a good idea. Good thing you didn't listen to your mom. Keeping me out of the courtroom is probably good. <laughs> Anytime you've ever talked about going in the courtroom, you don't have a good feeling about it. No, I don't. That's true. Yeah. And I know about being a doctor either because you'd have to be dealing with people that do stupid crap to their body all day. 
and I don't know how that would go. Well, it, it's, I'm a computer doctor. It's the same thing. You have people, become a doctor in a way. People you? call me up and I say, and they say, oh, I did this and it broke, and I go, you're stupid. Don't do that. Yeah. You, you you usually think the first part, the your stupid part, right? Yeah, that's you it, don't Dave. say that out loud except ah, occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we'll go. I know what you do. I know what you do. You say, you don't tell them they're stupid, but you say, well, why'd you do that? And then they then they can feel that they're stupid, which is kind of better in a way. <laughs> don't you think? Yes. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I mean, we want to get that stupid thing communicated in some way. But anyways, no matter whether the Holy Spirit is within me or not, you know, it's still going to be... No sex for you. Although I don't know if that's true. I mean, maybe, maybe you know, maybe the Holy maybe my gift is, um, you know... Celibacy. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> that's, not, that's not at all the direction I was going, but... Um, <laughs> Well, you could be right too. I don't know. I you know, past per, recent history uh, is, is any guide. I mean, maybe there's something to that. But uh, God, I hope not. I hope that's not my gift. <laughs> yeah, me either. But it's not looking good, Dave. <laughs> so, well, you went out looking for some stuff the other night. Man. Well, I. I you were putting yourself in the uh, space in where, where something, if something could happen, maybe it would happen. Yeah, so that's that's good. You were following the Holy Spirit in a way. Right? I don't know. It was some kind of spirits I was following. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess I don't know. Do we have anything more profound to say about any of that? Nah, we can just say. Go to the um, responsorial psalm and say, Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. That's what we're doing, Dave. We're renewing the face of the earth. That's good. We're kind of like that stuff I see advertised for people with acne, that proactive whatever solution. We're kind of like spiritual proactive solution. We're we're removing spiritual zits on the face of the earth. (laughs) Wow. Okay, you that we're causing them, one of those. <laughs> and it's time for our ending. I want to end with a Mother's Day poem. Shall I do that now? Yes, sir. Is it time? Yes. Okay. This is a favor to my father. So this is sort of in honor of my father, about my mother, or about somebody's mother. And it's called Somebody's Mother. <clears throat> okay, this can be dramatic reading. The woman was old and ragged and gray and Bent with the chill of winter's day, the street was wet with the recent snow, and the woman's feet were aged and slow. She stood at a crossing and waited long, alone, uncared for, amid the throng of human beings who passed her by, nor heeded the glance of her anxious eyes. Down the street, with laughter and shouts, glad in the freedom of schools let out, came the boys like a flock of sheep, hailing the snow piled white and deep. Past the woman, so old and gray, hastened the children on their way, nor offered a helping hand to her, so meek, so timid, afraid to stir. Lest the carriage wheels or the horse's feet should crowd her down in the slippery street. At last came one of this merry troop, the gayest laddie of all the group. He paused beside her and whispered low, I'll help you across if you wish to go. Her aged hand 
on his strong young arm. She placed and so without hurt or harm. He guided the trembling feet along, proud that his own were firm and strong. Then back again to his friends he went, his young heart happy and well content. She's somebody's mother, boys, you know, for all she's aged and poor and slow. I hope some fellow will lend a hand to help my mother, you understand, if ever she's poor and old and gray, but her own dear boy is far away. And somebody's mother bowed low her head in her home that night, and the prayer she said was, God be kind to the noble boy who is somebody's son and pride and joy. There you go. Amen. Amen. So it's a little, you know, it's a little, what is that word I'm looking for? Bad? <laughs> no, a little melodramatic, but, uh, you know, it's heartfelt. So Yes. So happy, happy Mother's Day, all you mothers. And happy Mother's Day, happy Pentecost, happy Holy Spirit Day. Amen, and we'll see you later. Ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.